My name is Brian. And I'm Andy. And this is the Duck and Mouse Podcast. Where we talk about the parks, movies, current events, and more at the place where dreams come true. Welcome back to the next episode of the Duck and Mouse podcast. Episode six, coming yeah. to you live from Studio A113. Ugh. Really? Right? 113 or 311? 113. Three, one, A113, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 113. It's a, it's a Pixar inside joke kind of thing. Uh, welcome back. We have a lot of stuff to talk about today. We've got... Um, news. News. We've got um, a couple movie of Movie discussion. Things. <laughs> and so everything that we usually always have in an episode, <laughs> um, and we're gonna, playful banter, right? Exactly. We're going to talk about uh, Tangled. We just watched that, and we'll give you our thoughts about that. Uh, we are also going to be talking about the Fourth of July in the parks because this is going to come out during the Fourth of July time, and that's probably when you'll be listening to this. So. Um, we're going to be talking about different activities, uh, and the different shows that, the things that are changed for the holiday. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So to start off our, uh, episode here, let's get into some news items. Uh, what do we have up first, Brian? So up first, uh, I have... The exciting announcement that Toy Story Land is now open um, and it is open to rave reviews. Uh, all of the two new rides and one new dining option and there's a merch location inside and a meet and greet and it's all gotten good reviews and it looks beautiful and we're excited to try it out. Um, it had kind of a hokey uh benefit uh what's it what was it called? Oh yeah, dedication. Dedication. It was Thing. a little yeah. Tim Allen made an appearance. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we actually were going to be discussing that uh, in deeper detail um, on a Magic After Hours uh, episode because yep. we have some coming ins- in here pretty soon. We have some insiders who will, who were there on opening day that will be giving us their first hand accounts. Yes, and uh, yeah, I know the the wait for Slinky Dog Dash Coaster was up to four and a half hours. I think. Yeah, just opening day when you it, just that's just when you enter the line at slinky dog to right. get into the park to get into toy story land was another two hour yeah. at least two hour wait yeah um it was insane yeah and it will be for we'll get oh, into I'm it i'm sure it will be. <laughs> we'll get into it but uh another thing there's a lot of news that's breaking around hollywood studios with this opening of toy story land um there's some a lot of new patents going in that people are speculating all kinds of crazy things about which that's another side note that i really want to go through um but we'll, we'll get to that um so uh, an exciting announcement for a new um, a new attraction, I think you can call it, um, is going to be the debut of Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy, uh, which is going to be a new show uh, set to debut at Hollywood Studios in 2019. And that it's going to be a close-up experience with Lightning McQueen, Cruz Ramirez, and Tomater from the um, Cars franchise. So uh, I... I feel like it might be a meet and greet with all three of them. I'm not quite sure what to expect from it. That's so kind of what it sounds like. What they had, um, well, they had Cruz Ramirez meet yeah. and greet at studios, and r- really Pixar. all it was was just a 
a state a static model of Cruz and they had I think the eyes moved a speaker or... there was no eyes moving no. it was just it might be a little bit more animatronic I'm hoping because uh, they have them in um, Disneyland Disneyland right? they have a lot yeah. more so uh, hopefully they'll be bringing that over yeah but um, it's nice to see something other than Star Wars even though I love Star Wars it's nice to see something other than Star Wars going into the park but that experience is going to take place inside of the Sunset Showcase on Sunset Boulevard Sunset Showcase is a big um, it's almost like a warehouse it's a big area, big room that is right next to Rock and Roller Coaster, where they used to house the villains um, party. They used to have a, a nightly villains party. So I'm trying to figure out where it is. Is it the the building that's like if yes. you keep on going past the Rock and Roller Coaster yeah. building? So if you're walking towards Rock and Roller Coaster, and then you turn the right, entrance is on the left hand side. You don't turn right. You actually keep going straight. They usually have like a bush line or they have gates closed at that area. Um, but if you keep going on the left-hand side is that building and there's big doors and it says Sunset, Sunset Showcase. You can see it from Rock and Roller Coaster. So, yeah, they were using that for the villains party. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's the villains party is no more. That right. ended last year, beginning of last year. Which is kind of a shame because I heard really great things yeah, about that show. It was, it was a really cool experience. So the, that building has been sitting pretty vacant. Um, they've been using it for special events. They used it for media for Toy Story Land, actually. Um, oh, okay. But so yeah, that's where the that will be going in. All right. So what kind of news do you have? So last week we talked about. Um, I think it was last week we talked about when you're in the parks and you know you kind of want to just get away from your kids and go on a date night. And there's that convenient uh, children's activity center thing. Uh, well, it's going to be closing. So. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Um, as I guess, of, I guess people are going to have to be forced to spend more time with their kids. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Too bad. I mean, <laughs> um, the so as of July, at the end of July, they will all of the children's activity centers are going to be closed. Hmm. Um, there were three different resorts that had these activity centers and it was the animal kingdom lodge the polynesian village resort and the yacht and beach club um apparently there was just not enough interest in it and so they've decided that they were going to close so is there going to be another option in the event that people want to go out on a date night yeah so you can actually go to your concierge and uh talk ask about an independent child care provider which is called kids night out uh, it's not necessarily through Disney, but it is a Disney approved service. So you could go that route. Okay. Cool. What else do you have? There's a little bit of news on the merger between um, Fox and Disney. Um, the the Fox has uh, Fox 20th Century Fox has set a shareholder vote to on proposed merger for uh, with Disney on for July 27th. Um, so that'll be a big deal if it goes through yeah. um, the acquisition of all of the intellectual properties of 20th Century Fox. Which include what? Which includes a lot of stuff. Um, I know it includes uh, uh, Avatar, all the Avatar stuff. So Disney will actually own that instead of releasing it from uh, from James, James Cameron. Cameron. Um, it also includes some, some pieces of Marvel. Um, X-Men, the X-Men franchise has been owned by fox and i think has been leased by fox from disney um so disney will have all of the rights to that um 
And also there is in Universal, there is this like comic section that will be probably going away right. to make way for a Nintendo land. I think that has already been decided okay. because I, I know that um, Universal has leased it from from Marvel, at least. From when Marvel was its own right, thing before right. Disney took over, yeah, um, they had a contract for a certain amount of time. For a certain amount, and of I think years, that's coming yeah. up. Yeah, within a couple of years, it's coming up. To yes, be, uh, and I'm sure Disney is not going to renew that contract because on it's actually it's interesting because on the West Coast, Universal doesn't have that contract. It's only an East Coast thing. That's why they can have all of the Marvel things in yeah. Disneyland. Yeah, they can advertise all of that stuff. Right, they have a whole bunch of limitations in Walt Disney World what they can and cannot advertise that they have. Right. So there's there was also uh, this video that has gone viral that Disney released, and they actually released an official statement about it, too, mm-hmm. of this new independent animatronic robot stunt... What are they calling it? A stunt... Stuntimatronic? Stuntimatronic, I think, is what they call it. But, Stunt, um, Stuntimatronic. Something if you, like if that. you haven't seen the video, it's really cool. We'll, um, we'll put a link up on our Facebook page to the video. I, when I first saw this video, was completely blown away. Now that I think about it, so in the in the Marvel Universe, there's a character called Black Panther, who's a very acrobatic yeah. um, character and does yeah. a lot of flying through the air kind of thing. And as I'm thinking about it, the... the the video that they were showing this animatronic doing is very similar to Black Panther's movements yeah. and, and that sort of thing. So well, it, it could be one of the things that they're developing it for. Yeah, the implementation of this te- new technology could be like, I could see it as a on a ride that they have, like, I, I would see it at, like if it could get perfectly timed with the on ride photo where they launch an animatronic like behind the car of whatever ride you're in. Yeah, but then the guest wouldn't see it. It would just be in the photo. I know, but that would be a cool experience thing. Like, oh, hey, look, there's, you know, there's a, a superhero right. behind us. I see it more of like you're passing under it and you see it launch across. Yeah. It, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I, I yeah. don't like to speculate with so, these things. Right, yeah. Well, um, the, but the cool, video, but... though, let's talk about the video for a second. So it showed this robot that gets launched by it's it's a humanoid robot. It's holding on to a rope and it gets like launched into the air. It's almost like a bungee launch. Yeah. And then it lets go and it starts doing flips and it's got like it's got gyroscopes on it and it it's calculating. It's got like a laser uh, awareness of where it is in space and it can completely control what it looks like in the in midair and then it it can do like acrobatic yeah it's like it's really incredible it is so so definitely watch the video yes um again we'll post it on our facebook the implementations of that could be pretty mind-blowing there have been a lot of patents in the recent um couple months and weeks that Mm -hmm. have been released and or submitted to the u.s patent office from disney yeah with a lot of different technologies and tricks and stuff yeah um so there's a lot of speculation swirling around those as to what it could all be right i um i i want to talk about that for just a second um i i watched a video of someone talking about these there were two specific patents that this person was talking about and uh the the things that they were coming up with in terms of what they were imagining were very very specific and semi non plausible 
things. And I think that Disney fans have, uh, Di- I'm sorry, Disney fanatics have this uh, tendency to get overhyped about things that they don't really know what's what what they're about. And then they, they get disappointed whenever right. they like to speculate. And yeah. They like to, um, I mean, we, we do it too. We do it too, but we don't do it to the extent right. of like, I really hope that this is what's going to happen. Right. And then get ourselves all worked up and then you're right. thoroughly disappointed when it comes out and it's not yeah. that, or yeah. they don't use it. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of, I mean, <laughs> I hate to say it, but don't set your expectations too high, even though it's Disney and Disney is known for, going above and beyond expectations. Yes, that's true. But also keep in mind that this is not, you know, 2099. (laughs) Right. Just the, the, the fact that you see these patents going out and the ideas going out doesn't mean you're ever going to see them in the park. Yeah. It's just Disney's way of securing the technology. If they ever wanted to develop it or use it in the future, a lot of the times the patents aren't even, um, fully realized yeah they're just kind of like ideas that disney wants to take hold of and, and yeah. capture so and the, they haven't gotten all the kinks worked out yet right but. the more the more generic a patent is the more wiggle room they have right in developing that technology Let's talk about our lovely experience watching Tangled. Okay. So the first thing that I didn't realize uh, was that Tangled was uh, Walt Disney Animation's 50th uh, animated film, full feature yeah. length animated film, yep. uh, which is a big milestone I yeah. think, for them. And it's unfortunate that um, it didn't get the hype that Frozen got. Because well, was, it, was it Disney Pixar or was it just Disney Animation? Tangled. Frozen wasn't Pixar either. I know. I'm just asking oh. generic. Yeah, no, it's it was Disney animation. Okay. So, um, yeah, no, it's not a Pixar movie. Um, it was a typical fairy tale fairy story. tale story. So it was a Disney story. It wasn't. But, it wasn't very um, musical though. I mean, it had musical elements, but yeah. it wasn't like an overly musical Beauty and the Beast style. Right. There weren't a whole lot of musical numbers. Right. There was the there's the opening number, Mother Knows Best, I Had a Dream. When Does My Life Begin? That was the opening number. Oh. And um, the At Last I See the Light. Right. And that's pretty much it. I mean, there are like a couple of reprises of the music, but other than that, it wasn't overly sing-songy. Right. For those of you who don't know, it's the story of Rapunzel who gets locked in a tower and yes. is saved by Prince Charming. Kind of. But, well, Disney twists yeah. it a little bit, Yeah, the story. But um, I like it. Um, I think it's a feel-good movie. Um, I think, I cry at certain parts. Yeah. I I think that it's very underrated in comparison to its competition, Frozen. <laughs> I, I love... I don't like Frozen as much as I like Tangled. Okay. I think the... Um, the CGI animation is really good. Yeah. Tangled. It's beautiful. Like 
water and grass and the hair. Yeah. Oh, the they had to go through so much development to get that hair right. And even and when she does her magic, her hair magic, and like it starts to glow, it does. It's not just like an even glow. It's right. It's got depth and it's got. It goes know. through the, all of the strands and yeah. It's cool. It's very and I also noticed that they have a particular way of skirting the actual length of what her hair is. <laughs> so throughout the entire movie, you never see her from the top of her head to the bottom of or to the to the end of the strand of hair. There's one scene where she's brushing. That, but that's you not, don't see the whole length of hair. Yeah, you just see her sitting saying. there holding the end, and brushing it. Yeah, but that's what With I'm saying though around. is you don't ever see in one frame her entire right. length of hair until she even, braids it up. Until she braids it up. Yeah, when she even when she like runs out of the the forest thing when in when she comes first gets out of the tower and she's like runs through that curtain of leaves. Yeah. Her hair stops. is still in yeah. the the leaves, so you don't ever see her full length of hair. So it was their way of being able to uh, lengthen and shorten her hair to accommodate the scene, which I think is pretty clever. Right. Now, is the hair animated or is it? Um, what's the other thing? The other term that simulated. You, simulated. So the hair, for the most part, is simulated, meaning animation is a human is taking this point and it they're, they are moving it to this other point. So like the hand moves from this point to this point in a certain amount of time. A simulation is the computer is calculating you put in all of the parameters of something and then the computer calculates all of that stuff. So like the water in Moana was simulated. Yes. Kind, well, that's, that's a, that's a bad example. Cause some of that water was animated. Well, when it comes to life, that's, that was animated. Right. But like the, the waves and stuff that was all simulated. Whereas, well, the snow in frozen. Yes. Is simulated. Yes. Exactly. Whereas Woody's hand moving up and down is animated. Right. Right. Just to put it in layman's term. Right. So this movie um, did a really good job. And it was fairly early on in the in the Disney CGI animation process, I believe. Um, it was obviously after Toy Story, but it was before Frozen and Moana and all that. Uh, the more advanced CGI animation. Um, this it's. It's your, like we said, it's your typical Disney movie with a heart and a story and yeah. follow through story. And yeah. you have the comedic relief with the uh, Maximus and Pascal. Yeah. And to some degree, um, Flynn Rider is your comedic relief as well. Yeah. Well, I, it's, it all has a nice balance of, of story, like m the plot moving, moving forward, but like them taking time to make jokes right. and keep it light. It, it's a really well-paced movie. Yeah, and it's actually um, in the parks. Um, it is. They have a lot of reference to uh, Tangled. Yeah, I want to talk about uh, the different references in the parks. Yeah, so um, one of the best references is the Tangled Tower. Um, yeah. Right next to my favorite, favorite in the entire park restrooms. Um, the Tangled restrooms, which are completely themed. It's this whole little Tangled village, and they have the lanterns 
Um, and there's uh, actually a really great tip is that um, across from the restrooms, there's a little seating area and there are hidden phone charging ports mm. in, the, in that seating area. Okay. So if your phone is And dying. we've already, we've talked about this too, but you can find a bunch of hidden, hidden Pascals, Pascals in that right. area. Yeah. It's just a really good themed area. Yeah. It's really well done. Yeah. Um, the bathrooms are amazing because they're super air conditioned. Those bathrooms are like, if it's a hot day and you need to get away, it's, yeah. they're super cold in that bathroom but they're used a lot <laughs> so they're not like as clean as some mm. of the other bathrooms in magic kingdom i i prefer the bathrooms at the front by city hall because those are usually cleaner okay mm. i mean they're not gross they're not mm. <laughs> people are disgusting so let's face it people can be disgusting so i don't know um so there's the Tangled Tower there. Yeah. In Festival of Fantasy Parade, there's a huge uh, float. Yes. With Flynn Rider and Maximus. And, and they have these They have Rapunzel. It's, it's a really cool yeah, float. And her is. hair actually goes through the entire float. Yeah. Um, and then they have the, the mime guy. Yeah. Um, he's actually a big blow up uh, costume that somebody's actually walking around No, in. it's actually him. And they have the mime character um, walking around doing meet and greets uh, through the... He's walking around the float. He's not on the float. And he's really cool. He's big yeah. and, and boisterous. Um, and then they also have the meet and greet with Rapunzel in um, Princess Fairy Tale. Hall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're also... Which you, I wouldn't expect you yeah, to know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, there used to be a show in Disneyland, which was really cool. And I wish I it was still going on. I don't think it is, but I... Uh, I don't know, but it was like, it was a musical. Um, so Rapunzel and Flynn came to this like circus tent type. It was like, it was styled appropriately for Tangled, but they would like retell the story, but it was only like there was a, a pianist as the, the accompaniment. So it was all live music. It was all live singing, all live storytelling and it was just like this 20 minute retelling of the Tangled storyline. And it was really a cute little thing. I don't know if it's still there or not. I don't think it is. Um, there was one thing that I kept on thinking as I was watching this movie. And that is, wouldn't it be incredible if they took Discovery Island, which is this unused... Uh, island in the middle of the Bay Seven, Lake. Is it Bay Lake or it's Seven Bay Lake? Lagoons? Yeah. Um, it, it used to be this this like animal thing. They had a whole bunch of birds there, but then when they opened up Animal Kingdom, all of the animals got transported to Animal Kingdom. So it kind of lays uh, dormant and vacant right now. And does I does it have think, anything to do with SEA? No, Discovery Island. I don't think it does. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but it has the, it, like, as I was watching the movie, I saw the, that the castle and the village all reside on this Island. And there's a, like a pathway that goes across the, um, water to the castle Island thing. And I just thought to myself, that would be so cool if they could build like a smaller version of that and then ev at each night they could use um drones 
Oh, as lanterns. As the, like and holding these like strings of lanterns and cute. make it look like maybe it's not even accessible and maybe it's just like a show for the contemporary the contemporary resort and people in the wilderness lodge people can see right. that too. Um, but wouldn't that be like really cool if yeah. they could do a, a nightly lantern release with these drones and make it look really neat? Um, it's just one of those things that I, I'm an, I'm a dork, so <laughs> yeah. So I enjoyed the movie. It was, it, it was, it's such a good. I, I love it so much more than Frozen. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> So it is going to be the 4th of July, or it already has been, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, And Walt Disney World celebrates pretty in a pretty big way. Yeah. So Walt was definitely a huge patriot. He loved America and he loved patriotism. And so they do a a lot for 4th of July. I was actually, uh, we were both down there for 4th of July, but I... um, mistakenly was in the park for 4th of July. <laughs> Were you there on the 3rd or the 4th? I was there on the 4th. I okay. Think. Uh, why? Um, to experience it. Okay. And now that I did it, I don't have to ever do it again. It's like it's like being there for Christmas. Yeah. Once you're there, don't ever do it again. Like Christmas yeah. Day or New yes. Year's Day. Yeah. Um, 4th of July Day is one of those Christmas and New Year's It's It's one of the, the three. So those three holidays are when the parks usually usually reach capacity yeah um and just a reminder capacity for magic kingdom park is around ninety thousand guests yeah um on any given day there's usually around 60 um 60, to seventy thousand guests on a, on a normal day um but yeah it's 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 a lot of fun it's a lot of people um the fireworks it's a lot of sardine walking uh, so when I was there, I watched the fireworks show in front of Cinderella Castle. I got a really good, really good um, spot in front of Cinderella Castle. And then you couldn't move for three hours. Watch the fireworks show, <laughs> and at Magic Kingdom, the fireworks show is um, three sixty. It's a three sixty fireworks. They launch yeah. from the castle. They launch from Tomorrowland, um, both sides of Main Street, uh, Adventureland, and Fantasyland, um, or Adventureland and Liberty Square. Yes. And then they also launch from uh, Contemporary and from Transportation and Ticketing. They're launching fireworks as they, well. They launch from an island on, in, on Seven Seas Lagoon. Okay. From um, sitting, from standing in Magic Kingdom, it's kind of hard to tell where they yeah, come from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's literally fireworks 360 degrees around you. Yeah. So it's a fully immersive fireworks show. It's really, really spectacular. Right. Um, but I was a sardine. And for 45 minutes after the show concluded, I did not move from my spot. Yeah. 45 minutes after the show was over. Right. I just stood there until the crowds right. theared, uh, thinned out. And then I decided to move. But luckily it was um, 
they had extra, uh, they were like open extra late. So I okay. went right through and I went on like mine train and I went on, uh, Haunted Mansion. I saved all the big rides for after the fireworks show. Okay. Um, so they, they actually do the, the main fireworks. So there's, there's always going to be the main fireworks that happen behind the castle. Right. Um, it's, they're actually launched behind magic kingdom entirely, but then they have duplicates of those fireworks that they launched from uh, the Seven Seas Lagoon. Right. And so it ha- has always been a, a kind of n- unknown secret that you could watch all of those fireworks from like the Polynesian beach. Right. It's kind and, of difficult to watch from inside Magic Kingdom to yeah. see what's going on behind because it's you just you're constantly right. looking around. The fireworks on the perimeter are are intermediate spontaneous. But there's the complete show in front of you behind the castle and then the complete show behind you yes. on the island. Yeah. But here's the hiccup about the Polynesian beach. Everyone knows about it now. Well, yeah. So it's, well, an, it, gets, it gets very full. Another good place is um, at the pol- at the, uh, the Grand Floridian. Mm-hmm. There's a restaurant called Citrico's. You can um, dine at Citrico's and they have an outdoor seating area where you can watch it from. Or if you walk out, there's a, a restaurant called Narcoozies, which is kind of like out on the pier, on okay. the end of a pier, and they pipe the music in, and you can watch the full fireworks show from there, which I actually did one time, and it's a really, yeah. really good romantic spot to watch fireworks. Um, so let's talk about what happens in the parks. Okay. So, um, well, first off, let me. I, the first thing I want to do on the Fourth of July is go to the American Adventure Pavilion because I worked there, and I want to go into the rotunda and I want to listen to Voices of Liberty. Okay. Because I love the Voices of Liberty. So let's go to Epcot. Okay. <laughs> um, at the American Gardens Theater, the, the Voices of Liberty, um, who is the park's famed acapella group, performs traditional American songs uh, all throughout the evening uh, on July 4th, um, not on the 3rd. Some of the parks, uh, Magic Kingdom Park does, uh, actually Epcot does too. The July 4th fireworks happen on the 3rd and the 4th. Yes. Um, so Epcot does their full illumination shows show and then they have a unbelievable spectacular fireworks explosion <laughs> if you're deciding between magic kingdom and epcot i would say go to epcot for fourth of july yeah the fireworks are a lot better um and not to spoil any magic but they actually shut down parts of the backstage area so that they can truck in extra extra fireworks it's, launch pads definitely go to epcot i yeah. i was I have I didn't go to Epcot and somebody told me that I should have gone to Epcot and I didn't and I'm I was mistaken I should have yeah. listened to him. Yeah. Um, also at the American Adventure Pavilion uh, on July fourth, Disney characters get dressed in Independence Day attire and will greet guests throughout the day on July fourth. Yeah. Um, you can meet Mickey, Donald, and Goofy and they're all in like they're patriotic, patriotic, they're period outfits. They're really cute outfits. Yeah. And they only come out for Fourth of July, so it's a really good um, time to go and see them um so that's really all that happens at epcot well there's like there are uh, there are things in all of the park and in magic kingdom and in epcot that are like american right things to go see so like you go see the american adventure show you go listen to voices of liberty um hall of presidents you go to the hall of presidents that whole liberty square area yeah um so if we're going down to magic kingdom um 
Obviously, the the Muppets present great moments in American history. That's yes. a really fun thing to watch um, in it's Liberty Square Plaza. It's such a cute Plaza. show. It is, and it's real puppet. It's real puppetry. So yeah. it's not like animatronics right. or something. Yeah, it's real puppetry. So that um, that's cute. Um, they talk about key moments of the American Revolution. I don't know what you're talking about because Kermit's real. <laughs> um, the show runs several times daily at Liberty Square near the entrance to the Hall of Presidents. Hall of Presidents um, is also really a spectacular. Um, they don't do it like a special thing. show. No, but the Hall of Presidents attraction is a really spectacular attraction. It was um, Walt's. It was actually it was spawned from one of Walt's ideas. Um, was the, the great moments with Mr. Mr. Lincoln, Lincoln right? Yeah. Um, it's really even in our current political climate. Um, whichever way you sway, it's a really good show to go see. Um, whether you agree with whatever is going on right now or not um it's it's really a good patriotic heartwarming thing and it's really cool to see all those presidents standing in front of you talking and moving and abraham lincoln stands up out of his chair and uh, gives you the gettysburg address it's amazing it's it's really a fun thing to see the animation that went into the like the programming of the animation oh my god it's for every single animatronic that's up they're not just sitting there they're They're constantly constantly moving moving, like they're alive their hand movements and the way that they turn and hold themselves is all dead on they'll talk to each other and have conversations while they react talking they react to each other yes it's it's really really good animation so and it's a great story like it you just feel like yes america afterwards (laughs) right yeah um the fireworks uh nighttime spectacular at Magic Kingdom um, happens on July 3rd and 4th um, and it actually it's called Disney celebrates America a 4th of July concert in the sky they do not do the regular um, happily, happily ever, ever after, after performance um, they do they only do this uh, 4th of July performance and it's also um, a thing to note that it's not a projection show they They're- they light the the castle with like gobos. They do they do um like they do red white and blue yeah and then they do some star stars gobos and that's on it. it. They right. don't really it's do it's a fireworks show yeah it because happily ever after now has kind of set that standard of like right the Magic Kingdom sh- nighttime show is a projection and fireworks show right this is just a fireworks show so if you don't have a great view of the castle it's, it's not, not like it's going to be all. a big deal um the official description of it is uh the centerpiece of walt disney world's fourth of july nighttime shows disney's celebrate america a fourth of july concert in the sky will be performed at magic kingdom on july 3rd and 4th at 9 15 p.m fireworks will soar above the magic kingdom while the air swells with patriotic melodies what great writing i know right um it it is a good show it's a good fireworks show. It's loud. It's 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 fun with the patriotic. Yeah, da, da, yeah. Da, you you hear everything. You there? Yeah. You done? Yes. I'm okay. Done. There's there's the first one of the episode. <laughs> we were talking For, with uh, friends. <laughs> Shannon, if you're keeping count, yes. that's the first one. <laughs> we were talking with uh, some friends last night, and apparently each episode we say, "Are you done?" at least twice. <laughs> um. I think 4th of July, uh, there's nothing special in studios or Animal Kingdom for 4th of July. They don't really, they don't do anything for Hollywood Studios? They just have their regular Star Wars, oh. a galactic spectacular. 
Well, there's nothing really patriotic about. Yeah, and they can't do like studios. fireworks stuff at Animal Kingdom because right. animals. It might be a good time to try and get on the Pandora rides, or oh, yeah. or the um, Toy Story rides. Although Toy Story, I'm sure, is I'm still sure, going to be busy. Yeah, people. But are Flight of Passage busy. might have a, lo- a lighter um, wait time. Yeah, although when we checked it uh, this morning, uh, Flight of Passage was pa- still Flight at of Passage was still at 120, I think. Um, even though Toy Story Land is open now, so. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's, it, if you really like being there for... A lot of people. With a lot of people. <laughs> if you're claustrophobic, do not go. If you're claustrophobic, I would suggest going on the third. Or, yes, or go to Epcot, because Epcot is, yeah. has a lot more room around World Showcase yeah. than uh, uh, Magic Kingdom does down Main Street and the Hub. Right. Um, Oh, we're hearing fireworks go off right now. Um, but what's our favorite? What's our favorite spot to watch at World Showcase? To give these people some tips on where to watch good fireworks. Um, I, I enjoy. There are a lot of places that I enjoy. There are some in particular that I I like more. Um, I like watching the, sh- the show from Canada. Um, anywhere in Canada, really. As long as you don't, as long as you get close to the waterfront, right? Uh, you don't get the trees that are in your way. Um, and then if you can get there, and if it's not blocked off, that inset in Italy, in the Italy Pavilion, I, I they probably Par- have it. I think it's France. No, there's oh, there's one. In there's Italy. one in Italy. There's also in France. There's if you go, you have to go downstairs. Oh yeah, bit. there's a there's like a patio, patio thing, but they yeah. usually have a party there special events there's also a thing that i did not i wasn't aware of but you can actually take a boat from the yacht and beach club and you like you rent out a, a private yacht and it's not super expensive um i want to say it was like a hundred bucks for the viewing thing I don't know. I so if you I get a group of people together you can get on a, a like yacht thing and um, and they pull in under the bridge in Epcot and they just park the boats there and you have this like fantastic view. Yeah, it's the bridge from England to France. Yeah. They pull up and park under there. Yeah, it's it's a good spot. Yep. All right, we are to our favorite section of the podcast, our uh, Disney trivia. All right, so my first piece of trivia is that illuminations on a non-holiday day costs $25,000 approximately, and whether or not the show gets canceled due to weather, they still have to launch the fireworks. They're not allowed to take out the fireworks Um like by hand from their uh, their launch canister thingies um, d- because of safety uh, they actually have to launch them so if if a show gets rained out one night they still have to spend $25,000 and and um, run the show at like 3 a.m. which it's it kind of sucks <laughs> definitely for them because they can't save the money if right. it if it gets rained out once they're armed once the um 
fireworks charges are armed, yeah. then they can't yeah. take them out. They have to launch them. Yeah. So if you're staying, uh, a lot of times if you're staying at like um, the Contemporary of the Pali or the Grand, um, in the middle of the night, you'll see fireworks going off behind Cinderella Castle. It's either because they got weather canceled because of weather, the fireworks got canceled because of the weather, which is very rare. They are notorious for launching fireworks even in torrential downpours yeah if there's lightning or thunder they won't do it but um in really bad rain they'll um they'll still launch the fireworks but um you can see them sometimes you can see them in the middle of the night from the grand the poly or the um contemporary and it's kind of some guests kind of get confused as to why they do that yeah Um, i know that when they were uh programming and trying out happily ever after before it was uh launched they were running the show yeah at 2 a.m. All right. Is it my turn? Yes, it's your turn. Um, so we were talking about uh, the fact that you can see the Disney characters in their patriotic regalia mm-hmm. during uh, 4th of July. Um, so Mickey is more of a fashionista than Minnie. Uh, he has over 290 different outfits in his closet compared to her 200. Oh. Um, that's a lot of outfits. Yeah. That's it's a lot. Of, it's a big closet. That's a lot of outfits. <laughs> I know... Uh, where I worked when I worked at uh, park event operations, we would have characters come to special events and you can request, uh, you can literally request any type of costume for the characters. I think they have a book of the different costumes that the mm, characters have. That's cool. Um, anything from like farmer Mickey to Dr. Mickey to chef Mickey to, I mean, it's mind blowing what these characters come out in. I think my favorite is the um, classic red pants, the long black tail jacket, the classic Mickey look, okay. I think is my favorite. Do you have another piece of trivia? I do. So uh, there used to be an attraction called America Sings, and it had a whole bunch of animatronics in it. And um, it got shut down, and they decided to, when they decided to build the Splash Mountain. So Splash Mountain is such a classic you would think that it was actually one of the um, original. It, it feels like an original ride, right? Um, but it's actually a Michael Eisner I- implementation to the parks. So it, it was like in the '80s, I want to say, when it was actually put into those parks. Um, they had. They, they wanted to put animatronics into the ride and they were looking for some stuff that they had and they happened to have these animals from the America Sings show, which was an animatronic show, kind of like Country Bears. And so they were comparing and they were pulling different animatronics for all of the different scenes in the, the Splash Mountain ride. And... They happened to have a whole bunch left over. And so they thought, well, what are we going to do with these? And someone said, hey, why don't we put them all on a showboat at the end of the attraction? So that's where all of those animatronics are. How many animatronics are there in that entire ride? So in Orlando, in the Orlando version, there are 68 animatronics. And in the Anaheim version, there is 103 that's a lot of animatronics for one ride. Yeah, it it's is. It's a lot of computer power. Yeah. Um, okay, I have one more um, piece of trivia. Um, there is a very large and very old uh, 
oak tree in Liberty Square that has uh, it has a history I'm not quite sure what the history of that oak tree is um, but it's I know it's super old and it was transplanted from somewhere um, from that oak tree um, from the acorns that have fallen from that oak tree Disney has grown over 500 baby oak trees mm. from that one tree in Liberty Square hmm. that's a little patriotic for you Another side note about that tree, there are 13 lanterns in that tree that represent the 13 there colonies. Are, there are also 13, the original 13 colony flags flying around the tree in that plaza. There are also the 13 original colony flags in the uh, Liberty Inn. There are, yeah. hanging on the wall. Yep. All right, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, we have to choose our movie for next week. Okay. So are we ready here? Yeah, make sure your sound's on and All right. put it up to the speaker. That's the exciting part. Here we go. Survey says... Dinosaur. <laughs> dinosaur. <laughs> yep. It's going to be I, dinosaur. I don't think I ever saw that. I have tried to, to watch it. Oh, boy. If that gives you any indication of how I feel about it. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So for next week, uh, we will be watching Dinosaur, and we'll be talking about that. And we're not entirely sure what we're going to come up with for our park segment, but I'm sure it'll be entertaining. Make sure you like us on Facebook. and uh, We also have our food item for tangled what would that happen to be chef brian we are going to be making rapunzel's favorite hazelnut hazelnut and parsnip soup sounds yummy i think it is going to be yummy and i think i'm going to actually make it all right (laughs) um don't forget to like us on facebook and to subscribe to our podcast so you know when our new episodes come out and our surprise extra magic hour episodes yeah we will be having one of those coming out shortly all right if that's going to be it for this week i guess we will see See you you real soon. soon all right my travel tip this week is uh if you are If you happen to stay at the Yacht and Beach Club or Disney's Boardwalk or the Swan and Dolphin uh, hotels, instead of taking a bus, a boring bus, to get to the park of your choice, well, it's actually just Epcot and Hollywood Studios, but if if you are going to either of those parks, um, instead of taking a bus, you can take a boat ride. And it's a a nice little uh, jaunt... uh, to the front gates of Hollywood Studios or to the International Gateway of Epcot. And usually they're not as packed as the buses. There's not as much of a wait for the boats as there is for a bus because people don't really consider that option. Yes. It can take a little longer um, depending on... Depending on the bus schedule, it could take a little longer if you decide to take the the boat instead of the bus. But you're trading off a bunch of people and also it's relaxing 